go to bed. But we're gonna get unblocked. Sometimes you see him out there and he's just fucking asleep. Get a pillow, get a blanket. No, not a fucking dirtbag. We're just gonna fucking chow down while we do this. Yeah, I'm good with yeah. It. Try, try to, you know, don't talk too much with the mouthful, but run it. Yeah, but also run it. But also run it. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yo, what's going on, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of Go to Bed. I'm your co-host Fiki, joined with my co-host JP Fifty Kowski. <laughs> Coming in hot, cowboy JP. Yeehaw! It looks you just got out of the pool. Yeehaw. I'll tell you what, I just got off a horse, jumped in the pool, and I hopped out. Yep. Your eyes are, you look like you were swimming with them open. Yeah, I do. I tend to, I swim every night. And they're still wet and red as fuck. Yeah, I still, I swim every night, and I like to swim (laughs) with my eyes open. And your eyelids are greasy as fuck, too. (laughs) They are greasy, indeed. Just noticed that. Really? Yeah. Grease lids. It's been a long day, dude. I've been looking at the computer all day, dude. Designing. (laughs) Nice, dude. All right, uh, before we get too far into it, uh, make sure to rate and uh, subscribe to the podcast on the podcast app. Um, tell your friends to go to bed. Tell everyone to go, <laughs> that you know to go to bed. Listen to the Go to Bed podcast. Go to bedpodcast.com for everything relating to this podcast. We got our merch, our Patreon, our PayPal, all that shit's linked on there. And a quick shout out to our sponsors, Walton's Coffee House. Uh, they got us hooked up with food today because JP actually fucking remembered to do his it's job. Very good, very good. What are you? What's what's he got? So I got, got the chicken sandwich. Yep, Chinini. The Chinini. Chinini. Yep. Buffalo. And I got to stick with the. No, there's no buff there. Uh, maybe I don't. There's know. a tang of spice. Yeah, it's spice. Anyways, it's very good. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm digging it. <laughs> and I just got the the classic dude. dude the sausage I was burrito. thinking about that when I picked it up. I was like. Have you ever had anything else? Yeah. What? I've had, um, I had half of Mandy's something the other day. I forget what Manzo. it was. Yeah, that was hella good. Oh, uh, steak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the steak sandwich, yeah. And what else? Mm, I've had all the types of burritos. Sausage number one? Yeah, I like them all. Wait, I like the, the sausage. What's the tall tale tale about the uh, green? That's their signature. Oh, yeah. The green with the marks, that's the signature. Well, I see the grill marks, but how do they make it green like that? That's spinach tortilla. Oh. Bomb, dude. Nice. So, three locations here in Reno. Uh, Mayberry, McCarran, Wells, and Arlington, at Walton's Coffee House on Instagram. Uh, tell Michael and Mandy to go to bed, get something for free. And also, shout out to Harmonious CBD, uh, harmoniouscbd.com. Yeah, Type in, man. go to bed for 10% off. And I did actually check the discount code the other day, and it is working. So I'm talking so about it only took three fucking weeks, but good job. Touching. Hey, guess what? It's we're sleepy around here, okay? Yeah, I can tell. I heard you and we're swimming. All right. Well, they are greasy, bro. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude you <laughs> need to wipe slant, your hands dude. off now, dude. I think I, it looks like I just got out of Napa Auto Parts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You you look like a guy that could work there. Yeah. Yeah, because I'd go in there and be like, hey, can I get fucking windshield wipers for my van? You'd be like, is it two-wheel drive or four-wheel drive? (laughs) (laughs) I probably would. You definitely would. Actually, I don't know cars for shit, so I could not work there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, We got a special guest today. Uh, We got at JoeComedy775 on Instagram. Joe, how's it going? It's going very well. Very excited to be here. You guys are rad. I'm trying to go to bed, so... 
Let's, yeah, dude. Let's hit it. Let's hit it hard. Yeah, he just told us some crazy story about how he needed to go to bed, but we'll save that for a little bit later save in the it, podcast. Save it, save it. But um, yeah, go ahead and give your your whole spiel, give an intro, who you are, what you do, and what you want the listeners to know about you. Uh, my name is Joe Sorgani. I am 6'1", 205 pounds. That is irrelevant, but that is factual. Uh, I'm a dad of three. Uh, I work here locally in town, and for fun, I love to do stand-up comedy. Uh, love just making my friends laugh. In general, always been kind of like the the clowny guy in the the la- Joe laugh a lot. So it's just something that I really enjoy doing and and uh, spreading positivity and just always bringing the love, right? And if my friends are laughing around me, then I'm having a damn good time. Yeah. So that's really me, dude. And uh, I got a oh, show coming up. Soon, um, the 21st of June, Friday. Um, it's going to be really fun. Looking forward to it very much. Uh, it's going to be at the basement. Where's that at? Uh, the basement is the old mail building. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got like, all the little spot. cool stores in there and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a really cool, interesting spot down there. And I actually have a friend who's a bartender down there for the, for the speakeasy that's down there is what it's called. Uh, and they're trying to kind of change things up a little bit with the bar scene down there. I guess it was kind of goth. Really? Yeah, dude. Like, they just, it kind of was like a dark shadow down there, man. <laughs> and they they were trying to, like, bring some light in there. So I was like, listen, this is what you need to do. Yeah. And he's like, what? And I was like, you need to have me host it and have me set up my own comedy gig. I'll bring in five comedians and we'll just go to work. And he And he was just like, all right, let me talk to my boss. And then it's just been, you know, going from there and... Uh, I'm really excited about it. So if you guys don't have shit going on Friday, June 21st, come come through. Come laugh. How much? It's five dollars at the door. Like Sublime, that's one of my favorite artists. I just want to say it like that. I was oh. hoping you'd ask me that. Dude, the drummer lives in the arena. Shh, fuck out. Yeah, Sublime drummer lives uh, off Mount Rose Highway. Cool. I'm gonna go like Knock look in his fucking back window and shit. <laughs> yeah, and be like, saw it. It's a property tax. You know it, dude. Where, where does he live? He's got a nice crib. He's got a pretty that, nice house. Dude, how many people know Sublime? Everybody. Everybody that I know. And if you don't know, you should go listen to Sublime. Right. You know? Yeah. Definitely. Shut a beep beep up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I actually LBC. LBC. I just was there for a reggae festival. It was fun. Shout out to Sublime. Do you do pot? I do do pot. Cool. I do do pot. Uh, pot is one of those things that uh, it's it's either loved by people or it's not. And yeah. if it's not, I'm not one of those people that hides it or lies about it. But I also don't like wear a pot leaf on my shirt right. to the family reunion. <laughs> because I, unfortunately <laughs> for me, I have people in my life that might, they might look down on it a little bit if I'm coming in all you know, nap auto parts eyes and sleepy as shit and just super stony baloney. I, I just, for me, it's like, I'm going to smoke when I get off work and I'm in, I'm, I'm doing my thing and, and, uh, I, I don't have shit really going on. Um, I don't fucking eat edibles. Those are gnarly. I don't, I don't do edibles. I'll, I'll, I'll poke a little pen. You know, the, the oil pens are nice, the rigs and, um, I'll, I'll CBD all day. My back hurts right now. I'd CBD with you right now. But as far as the, as <laughs> far as, CBD dude, with you right now. As, as far as the fucking gummies, bro, I'm going to tell you right now. Careful. Really? 
Yes. Are you serious? I, I had a chocolate one once. He knows I couldn't even talk. Did is that you? the Chibichu? Yep. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. the Chibichu. Yeah. See, I don't even know what that I is. the whole it sounds... thing when you're supposed to break it up like third. See, and that's the problem, I feel like, is now marijuana is so potent and concentrated that you have these dispensaries that you just go in there and you're like, yeah, let me get that 98.6% THC. And they've never smoked pot. Don't do that to yourself. Don't eat the whole bag of edibles. Just don't. No. Don't. Do you, don't do it. Yeah, do give me... I, I, of course, forgot the topics. What one topic off top that you'd like to talk about? One topic random. One topic off top random. I'd like to talk about. Uh, well, if he's going to start talking about it, you don't need to write it down. Do okay. You? Yeah, that's a good call as well, Fee. I like, thank you for that. Uh, one topic <laughs> off top I'd like to talk about, other than the crazy-ass story I told you guys in the kitchen that we probably should not talk about, but we might talk about. Um, that's a great question, dude. Dude, okay, well, let's see. Um, have you ever had a scary car wreck? Scary car wrecks? No. Have you seen one? No. <laughs> I'm pretty much <laughs> incident-free on the car crashes, dude. That's good, dude. They're gnarly, though. That's scary, I always kind of get scared. Like, think, like, sometimes I'll be driving high hell, and I'm like, dude, these, these are pretty heavy beasts, dude. Like, see, I think the dad in, my, in, in me right now wants to look at you and say, listen to me, don't do that, dude. Don't do that. What? Because I'm worried about you. He's like, yeah, I just hit my bong. Time to go down 395. Like, no, bro. <laughs> no, because cause it's just, do I think that people can do it? Yeah, functioning high guys. I know 100 of them. Now but, you know 101. And it's really nice. I, I'm stoked. JP's the man. <laughs> Shout out to JP real quick. He's here. It's his podcast <laughs> co-host. But anyways, he's the he's the man. I'm here. Um, but I just think that. It's like drinking, bro. I'm not going to drink and have you guys hop in my car and go drive around. You know what I'm saying? It's just not worth it. Yeah. It's just not worth it. You're right. I I don't don't drive high. (laughs) Anymore. Anymore. I quit yesterday. Cool. Good. Hey, I'm glad that I was able to to help you with that. I always think about like when you come up on a wreck that just happened, you're like, fuck, dude, what if I left 20 seconds earlier? Could have been you. Or even like just what you were thinking about driving in general. Like- if you zoomed out on Google Earth so you could see the whole Earth, like, and you're going 65 and the other car's coming at you at 65 and there's only, like, three feet in between you, in the whole scheme of things, you're so fucking close to that car. Right. And it's like, dude, I'm surprised there's not more accidents. Like, yeah. everyone's just driving these two-ton vehicles past each other like that. Like, how do we not hit each other head they on should more just often? one-way tracks. Like, it's crazy. Wheels. Here's the thing for me. Humans trust each other entirely too much when it comes to driving an automobile. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because a lot of these Nevada roads out here are these two-lane bangers where, like you just said, it's head-to-head, dude. Yeah. And with the texting and driving and the Tesla screens being as big as a movie theater and shit, and people, I don't know what they're doing in there, you know, tapping on those screens. It's just, to me, it's just the, the minor distraction could cause just catastrophe, dude. You know, and as as like a parent and shit, I'd rather cheat the line on the right and just watch out because if you come into my lane, I'm ducking off the side mm-hmm. and clean and coming back onto the road while you're back in the abyss. Dude, what about soon to be self driving cars? That's chill. I'm chill. I don't know. That. I think of iRobot freaks me out. You know, like our cars and, and robotics and shit like that trying to just do too much. And or that or just people are just gonna become stupider. 
stupider, dumber. <laughs> Idiocracy. Idiocracy, dude. It's just going to yeah. take over. It's just going to take over. We just what what happened to good old JP just driving down the road, you know? Oh, well, I mean, Stung I'd, I'd still, <laughs> I'd still be doing it. Fuck. But <laughs> this time, the car's driving, and it's already going to stay in its lines and shit. <laughs> so you could just hotbox it and not even look anymore. Dude, I would be working, too. You're like, oh, I'm on my way back from filming, start importing, get that out the way. You know what I mean? Start ordering pizza or something if you're hungry. Anything you, you want. You're going to meet him real quick? It's like, hey, meet me over here. I mean, I, I'm on my way. How are you? How? I'm on my Tesla, and I'm sitting in the back seat, you know? And you take just a picture, Instagram story, and like, <laughs> no one driving. That's the shit I'd be doing, dude. The wheel just bobbing back and forth. Yeah. I don't know. how. Are, I think, you know, with all the sensor technology and shit, that's how they'd have to do it. What are you going to do? Go along all the roads and put sensors in the road? Yeah, they like just that. do it like the... They have cameras that can see the lanes and shit. So it, they are the Teslas can already do it. They're sick, yeah. But once every car does, and then they start figuring out, oh, if we paint every right side fucking bright orange, it picks up better on these cars, and the and then yeah. the oncoming side's gonna be fucking reflective or something. You know, that's the type of shit I'm thinking about, dude. I'm ahead. So they're they're gonna have advanced paint, is what you're saying. Paint, dude. Okay, it's in the paint and the cars. It's in the paint and the and the cameras and sensors in the yeah. car. I don't know. I I guess it's dope if I could just sit like in our car with all the kids just chilling with me and just talking, like, not worry about shit. Yeah, I just feel like I'd be like, yeah, but checking on I, my car every like two seconds. Like what for? A like making sure it's good to go. I don't know, dude. I have a hard time looking at my phone if somebody else is driving. You know, like, I'm looking at my phone, somebody else is driving, and I'm trusting Jerry over here yeah. to get me to my destination safely. Yeah. I'd rather have it in my hands. Joey, take the wheel. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just me. That's you. So if I'm having trouble looking down at my phone while Jerry's driving, how am I going to just, all right, Tesla, let's do it. And it's going to be there. like, okay, Joe. <laughs> okay, Joe. My yeah. thing is, like, it's going to be better. It's already, the shit that they have now in the Teslas is better than what humans can do like i think there's only been a couple accidents if and they were like unavoidable but once all the cars have that they're gonna start mandating that that right. everything has to be like that and that fucking sucks because then we're not gonna be able to drive anymore right what happened to the good old old school cars blah, 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 horsepower you know what i mean like we're so just we're gonna, gonna to be just... like track use only that I don't know. I feel game. like that is it's here now, but I still feel like it's a little ways away. Like maybe when we're all like what, like fifty, sixty, it'll be fully like no one's got a gas car anymore. I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah. I think it'll be sooner. Really? Yeah. I mean, we're on like the technology curve is like exponential, like this, and we're still at the bottom. You know, we're like think about in the last ten years. Like it's hard to think. Like, the iPhone only came out in 2007. And they were lame as fuck. you seen an old school iPhone? Yeah. They're weird. Yeah. They're like, what is this thing? It's all tiny and shit. Like, look I'd rather have that, though, honestly. The smaller phone? Yeah. If I don't it worked want like your new one. Face. If it worked like your new one. But, right. I mean, I was talking to someone about that the other day. Like, how much better off we are now than even 10 years ago. Like, we're trying to look up something. And it's like... Dude, with an original iPhone, the fucking data, if you can get it to work, like, is so fucking slow to go on the internet. It was, like, cool that if you, you could get it go to work, on the you, internet. You can't even get them to work anymore. Yeah. 
If you don't update your phone, or if you do update your phone and you have an outdated phone, now your phone starts bleep blurping and bucking up, and <laughs> and you're like, "Sick, time to get a new phone." Mm-hmm. And then you go down and get a loan because the phones now are fucking twelve <laughs> hundred bucks. bucks. Yeah. yeah, you're like, "Mom, let me get on your plan." Yeah. She's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> Last time you didn't pay your bill, it's like, "Mom, that was one time." Don't hold that against me, Mom. You didn't get me braces. Look at my teeth. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. No, but I just I think that. I think that the the phones are just out of control these days, dude. They're out of control these days. They're you sick, can do though. so much shit. They're sick. I'm on my phone all the time, but they're just they're just it's crazy. That's how everything's going to be though. Like phones are just a small example of the type of technology that we're going to be experiencing. Like the next 10 years are going to be way gnarlier than the last 10 years. Yeah. And then those 10 years like it's on an exponential curve. Right. That's why I think it's way closer than we think. Right. Howdy. Howdy. <laughs> I don't think JP's ready. I think when it's like tech's going to start coming at JP and he's just going to be like, I don't know. I'll be like, give me a horse. <laughs> I'm moving back to the Cottonwood Ranch. That's right. Cottonwood Ranch, baby. <laughs> oh, where dreams shit. come true. Where the Smith family resides. Right, dude. You know? So were you always like the class clown and shit growing up? So I was class clown. Uh, teachers used to say class Casanova. And to be honest with you guys, I still don't fucking know what that means. Uh, but I think it was just means like I was charismatic, which, you know, I was just being nice to kids. And Yeah, what's Casanova mean? Oh, uh, fuck. Like I said, dude, get your fucking Google phone out and check it. You know, like. <laughs> I will, dude. You, literally, though, you can check it in like 15 seconds and we could know right now. We are, dude. Watch this. Hold Class on. Casanova. Let's just do it real fast because I need to know. It's been long enough. Check okay. it. Searching the web, dude. Here we go. Cross Is that the w- eight? You have the eight? Yep. Yeah, that's what we're friends. I have the eight. Just, just search. See, dude, dude I would have just—I would have showed off for the podcast just now, and I'd have been like, "Hey Siri, what does Casanova mean?" You know, and she'd be uh, like, "Casanova is." Yeah, I should. I should have, but I didn't even think like that. I don't use <laughs> Siri often. Like that's a cool feature that I never used, dude. Casanova. The definition of a Casanova is a man who is passionate about women and has many lovers. Okay. Example <laughs> of Casanova is the story of Don Juan. Okay, so honey, if you're listening to this podcast, I know you're gonna check it out. I that's not what I meant by class casting. I think maybe my teachers were tripping because I was a I was a cute kid, right? I can say that. I feel confident saying that I was a cute kid, and all the little chicks, I guess they had a Joe crush. But I was I, I was like the kid in class that, like I said earlier, like I just want people around me to have a smile on their face and to laugh, which. In a classroom setting, isn't necessarily the the favorite of the teacher, right? Because mm. you're distracting kids, you're pissing them off. I actually had a teacher. Uh, what grade was that? Uh, seventh grade? No, excuse me, eighth grade. I was at Billinghurst. It's when I first moved out here. First moved to Billinghurst. I had this teacher, a math teacher. She pulls me aside and she's like, she starts, she's teary eyed at this point, and I'm like, oh, this is awkward. It was. It was super weird. Yeah, and she goes, she goes. I can deal with students that are difficult and class clowns and this. And she's like, but with you, I just can't do it. And I swear that day, dude, I I felt horrible. So the next day I just came back super harder. I did. I just was like, if you're going to cry, 
you shouldn't cry. Let's just laugh together. And next thing you know, she would like laugh, but I don't know. She, Dude, I just kind of felt bad. Guarantee you that's the same teacher that bitches about how little money they make. Like, they didn't fucking know that when she they signed up for the bit. job. Yeah. Dude, I yeah. made a teacher cry once, too. Dude. Did you? It's, it's weird. The whole class did. We were all like, oh, fuck so this bad. class, dude. Why? Because it was that retarded reading class I had to go to. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. It was like it was like English <laughs> 1 was split into 2. Uh, English AB. Yeah. Yeah. AB. Mm-hmm. And no one wanted to be in that class. The so teacher they, didn't so they have just any cried? control. The teacher, well, she just, like, everyone was fucking off, throwing shit, you know, not listening, talking, and we're supposed to be reading shit out loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out loud. One at a time. Yeah, yeah. yeah like <laughs> no that. one's listening. No one. It's just like a mini auditorium. And she just starts crying, and we stop, and she's like, pretty much the same thing. I can't do it. You guys never listen. And it kind of goes quiet while she's la- like down, and we just start laughing. Hell, oh, <laughs> you guys are mean. So when I said that I went hard the next day, I mean I went hard in the right direction. I didn't mean that I like shit on her. Again. Oh, I was, I felt, I felt horrible, bro. Oh, I was single, like singled out. <laughs> like when your teacher's staring at you, and you're the same height as her, and she just has a tear <laughs> stream down her face. It's a little, ex- it's a little intense. No way. I was like, should my fucking mom be here right now? Like, <laughs> you want me to call her? You know. And, but I don't know. I, I think, I think the classroom setting has has times where you can lighten shit up with kids. Kids might like coming to class if we might get a giggle or two. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, yeah. Joe's an idiot. Uh, but I was very much so liked by my teachers. You know what I'm saying? Like I, even though I was kind of like that class clowny guy, I was still liked by them, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And I definitely, honey, was not a class Casanova. I didn't have all these little chicas and shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. But that's what they said. I don't know. Is that kind of weird I th- that they used to tell me that? Maybe they had. Well, a she probably didn't even fucking know what it meant. Unless it was your English teacher, fifty fifty shot that they knew. Yeah. Right. And I'm pretty sure none of them. We're fucking English teachers. She's yeah, like, yeah. I was hired for math. <laughs> you know? yeah, and they got me fucking teaching science. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good luck, kids. Billinghurst. Like a PE teacher was a janitor. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. Took him off the bench. Promoted him to I PE. guarantee you it's like that in Battle Mountain, dude. Guarantee you <laughs> out there. Battle Mountain, teacher, there's not even fun. separate fucking positions, dude. It's yeah. just, you got one you teacher got, all day. You're the janitor. Principal. PE, principal, like everything, dude. Yeah. You got to do it all out there. Security. And I guarantee you no fucking teachers are crying now in Battle Mountain. No either. way. They're rugged out there. Yeah, they're probably <laughs> just chewing like fuck Copenhagen and shit. Oh, yeah. It's not, they're it's snoring not. it, dude. Uh, <laughs> they're snoring it, bro. I'm telling you. That's what they're teaching. Yeah, 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 yeah. You ever hit a bomb with some snuff? Come here, son. I'm toughing you up a little bit. Yeah, huh. You couldn't read that word? Come here. Honestly, you don't. I couldn't read it either. So, so. I just, just wanted to on. do some snuff. Like, <laughs> just wanted some snuff. You look like you'd do it with me, dude. What state uh, is Nevada? Pop quiz. <laughs> it's Nevada. Well, what number? Uh, uh, you missed that part in the question. I did, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, dude. What number was Nevada as a state? You know. What oh, I'm saying? okay. Like. What state? Or what state number? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, do I, if I had to take a wild one, yeah. I don't know. I'm just shooting from the hip here. Nevada was because it started east and it kind of trampled over. Yep. Yep. Right. Um, Forty-one. I'm gonna go with thirty-seven. 
Uh, I would say before I look, I think we're in the 30s. 32. Okay, whoever's close. 36. Oh, oh I was close, dude. What did you say? I said 37. Oh. I was right there, there. You were right on. You were a number away. And so now, that's sick. Thanks. Now you, you guys will cover <laughs> my rent. Huh? What? What? You guys didn't hear that? No, we agreed. Dude. dude. You're high because I'm not. I, I I can't afford to pay nobody's rent. My child support's more than your rent, so dude, I yeah, gotta, dude. I'm gonna have to get another loan. <laughs> <laughs> another loan, dude. You well, if you go to Dollar Loan Center, don't do that. Why, dude? I used to work by one. I saw a bunch of people go. <clears throat> you ever heard of the treadmill effect? It's a cash. Key. I know you have. Everybody's heard of the treadmill. The Which, by the way, they don't teach you anything in high school. To get you prepped and prepared for the real world, bro. Nothing. Because if they did, none of us would go to dollar loan centers, bro. None of us would probably <laughs> have to go to dollar loan centers. Yeah. Dollar loan centers are the devil. Okay. <laughs> so what? It's like it's like I need this payday advance. I need you to float me a thousand. Okay. And then next week I got you because that's when I hit that payday. Well, unless you read the little tiny, not the small print, but the smaller print, but not even the smaller print, but the relief fucking small print you'll see in there that they'll tell you an interest rate and then you get there and they're like by the way i know we floated you that thousand you owe us 2600 bucks and then you're like i don't fucking it and then they're like go get your car yeah get the now title. i need the title to your yeah. car and the next thing you know you go back to do it again and now it's jump now you're at like 3600 and they got your title so now you're carless you're checklist because it keeps going to this payday place and now and now you're just at the point where you're like fuck it it's just credit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's important, bro. Probably shouldn't bail on dollar loans and dude, because you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna just put yourself in a wicked wild hole. If you came to me as a friend and you said, Joe, can you float me a thousand dollars? I'm gonna tell you no. Okay, unless I had it like that, because then I just do it right away. Right. But I'm gonna tell you no. And then you're like, eh, well, look, what do you think? Should I go down to Dollar Loan Center? I would open hand slap the shit out of you and I would say no. JP, that's a horrible idea. Don't do it. Don't do it. And if you're out there right now and you're on your way to Dollar Loan Center, turn around. Don't call me, but turn around. Dude, I bet there is someone listening to this that's going to Dollar Loan Center. They probably are. They probably are. Yeah. I've been there. I'm not saying that I haven't been there. I just think it's shitty how our society goes to like lend this hand up and really it's like a stomp on you down, right? Because you just, it's hard to afford it. If you couldn't afford what you were trying to afford, here, how are you going to add money to it and pay it over here? It's just tough. Life's, yeah. life's tough. That's society, dude. Buy shit that you can't afford. Buy shit that we can't afford. That is absolutely correct. Keep up with all your friends. Buy and buy have nice Give shit. Give me more. Give me more. Yeah, dude, yeah. fuck that. I, I used to, I wasn't materialistic, but it's like, hey, bro, check out my fucking, I got my truck, bro. It's like, yeah. And we all kind of feed on that. And with social media these days, like, you can't help but play the comparison game. And that's something oh, that yeah. I don't promote. Don't play comparison. Don't compare yourself to me. Be you. Right? And if you got some cool shit, great. Yeah. But your cool shit doesn't make you cool, so you know. I promise you that. The Instagram post that made a big boy purchase today, fucking new car. It's like, no, dude, you put $3,000 down, and now you have a $560 payment per month. Right. Including, plus your insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Plus your gas. Plus your maintenance for that car. Do you know what the brakes are going to cost in a couple years when you need them? And you drive like shit, so you're going to need to pay more. Oh, he just got them. How much were your brakes? They were uh, probably like 300 I think. I don't know, actually. Did you do it yourself? Yeah. Okay, because you're a savage. Now, well, if you I don't do it yourself, it. Okay. if you don't do it yourself, 
that $300 breaking pad, you know, rotors, pads, shit, goes from $300, buying it from Nasty Napa, a.k.a. Your eyelids. Greasy lids. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't buy it from Napa, your $300, $350 breaks just jump to like $1,300 because you're going to easily pay $1,000 in labor. And right now with... Society in Reno just popping off and construction everywhere and people making money. Now everything's just starting to go up a little bit more. So now you're even going to possibly pay more because everybody can fucking afford to get their brakes done. Yeah. Right? So that's what they do. They're like, oh, okay, we're going to scrape a little bit yeah. from the people here. Supply like, and demand, dude. Do it yourself, though. Yeah. AutoZone hooked me up. My dude. son's four. Guaranteed that fool could do the brakes. Is he doing his own laundry? Hell no. Bro. Oh, come on. No, <laughs> come no on, here's dude. why, though. Here's why. Because TJ... Tanner, man. Oh, brother. I wish you... Honestly, if we could have a little guest extra here, <laughs> we'd have Teach here, bro, because I'm telling you, especially... Uh, laundry is one of those things that... Like, I have my six and eight-year-old. We've been kind of getting them to do laundry now, which is nice, because my wife is just like, the laundry monsters are driving me fucking nuts. Because when you have five people in a household, oh, Every bro, day of it. There's, like... There's so much laundry, right? So it's good to get the kids doing laundry. I was doing laundry. Third grade, I was doing all my laundry. Right, my mom she she taught us like that. I also did dishes by hand. There was no fucking dishwasher, right? But my that, son's four. Nevada, like he's four. He's not gonna fucking fold this t-shirt into a cute little cube and put it in his drawer. He's just not gonna do it. And I'd rather him not throw it in there because when I go to get him dressed on Tuesday morning to take him to school, and I'm already kind of panicking because I gotta get dressed and get myself out the door. I don't want to rifle through all of his shit to find it. So I just I just kind of hooked TJ up. Do his laundry for him. Were you doing your laundry at four? Be I, real, bro. I I could do it when I could reach the bottom. Okay, throwing, grabbing one from the washer and throwing it into the dryer doesn't, you know, equal you doing your own laundry. Well, I had to put it away too. At but I would four? Have, not at four. Probably okay. not at four. Okay. Okay. Maybe like four and a half. I was gonna say I was gonna go home tomorrow and be like, son, <laughs> get your laundry basket. We were gonna go in there and do laundry, but since you admitted that you didn't, you know, I might have though. I don't know because five has started riding dirt bikes, dude. And your gear and shit, you had to wash all that shit. Yeah, I always had to wash my gear. No, nah, maybe I have five. I don't think I can remember, remember details like that. It was probably like seven or eight. You guys both re- grew up racing and riding? Yeah. yeah. Lucky motherfuckers, dude. Mm-hmm. You know what? We are lucky. I grew up in Michigan, and I, all my cousins, all my friends, everybody raced. And I was the kid out there just fucking trying to inhale as much two-stroke smoke as I could. <laughs> just fucking... <laughs> Do you want me to stomp your lane out, bro? Like anything that I could do <laughs> riding and, and racing related because my dad just wasn't into it, but everybody around me was. And I, I was just like that kid that was just like, somebody throw me a bike, somebody throw me a bike. And unfortunately, it didn't happen for me. But now it's crazy because a lot of the guys that grew up racing, they don't have that love for motorcycles like they like they used mm, to. Yeah. And that blows, especially yeah. when they're talented. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> You know you like it on the low, mm-hmm. right? And and I get it because the competitiveness of it and and how hard it is on you. And a lot of the dads were super hard on kids doing it and shit. I mean, I, I witnessed some crazy shit. I saw a kid lose a race, get shot with a BB gun. No way. <laughs> That's Michigan, dude. That's Michigan. You ain't about something <laughs> up Michigan. Out here, dude. Like, that does it. Uh, but no, I, I get it, you know? But it bumps. It almost bumps me out because I still have, like, this full-blown erection for, for riding dirt bikes. And I, my Harley's outside, you know? Just anything, anything motorcycle related is the, is the shit. You so, gonna get your kids into it? 
So I had a little 50 for him and then, you know, things got a little tight and I actually, this was, this was like two, a year and a half ago, two years ago. Things got a little tight before I started this new job and, uh, I had to sell it. Yeah. Right. And that was, that was kind of tough. And now I'm in a position where I'm, uh, I'm, I'm about to buy him another one. I, I think it's definitely something I want to get him into. Christmas um, is coming, dude. And I'm not the dad. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And I'm not the dad that's like, you know, it's dangerous. You know, that kid shouldn't ride. Like, no. Your kid could get hurt doing anything. You know what I'm saying? And Painting, dude. I've seen it. It's <laughs> like my wrist. <laughs> yeah, too much with the wrist, dude. He's just like Van Gogh. He's just one of those lather kids. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to get him into it. I, I want to get, I took my fiance, my Fuan Chuan. I took her riding her bike. She rode a YZ250F for her first time ever. We went to Mooncox and she gets on in. I gave her the little rundown and she's a savage. So I was like, she can fucking do this. And I started her like an idiot. Here's her. And there's a bob wire fence that runs the little oh, lot where everybody no. parks. And I start her right here facing the road out. And she takes off and she starts veering toward the bob wire fence. <laughs> I was full blown panic, dude. And then she just jaw took the wheel and she just turned left and like peeled away from, from the bob wire because that would have been catastrophic. And then she ended up ripping the whole rest of the day. So I, I want to definitely get the fam into it. It's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. That's pricey, fun, dude. dude. It is. It's but pricey. It's probably the, it's definitely the cheapest form of racing there is. Cause even like, I think carding is more expensive than. Oh yeah. Than yeah. Slot cars, cars are expensive. Slot cars. Yeah. That's racing. What are slots? Slot cars? Like that you pull the trigger? Yeah, electric. Oh, my God. I was thinking like full blown in my head trying to find these slot cars on what they are. Nah, dude. Slot cars. <laughs> the little electric one. Yeah. That's dude, a- tell, us about, um, tell us about doing stand-up for the first time because that seems like the fucking, like getting on stage performing music is like nerve wracking for sure for the first time. You're very outgoing, so it probably wasn't as hard for you, but like <sighs> stand-up just seems like the hardest thing to do like to go up there and be so vulnerable that you're trying to make people laugh and like have you ever bombed oh yeah oh yeah bro i've come off and like my buddy be like that was weird and i was just like yeah well you just don't give a fuck i'm like eat shit (laughs) kiss ass yeah i like how you asked me the first time i did it because um the first time that i did it i actually went to an open mic to watch heen Okay. And he was up there ripping it, killing it. He did his thing. I loved it. And I'm outside having a beer and smoking a quick little cigarette. And I hear my name get called. Joe. Joe Sergani. And I'm like, for what? You know, like, what am I going to do up there? You want me to fucking dance or something? And my buddy Alex looks through the window and he's like, and I'm like, okay, run it. I'm like, I want to be funny guy. I think I'm funny. I think I make my friends laugh. Let's let's see what I let's see what I got. And so I go up there, uh, and I was a little. It was like Eminem when he's like, "I told you not to fucking sign me up." Like that's how I felt. But then I got up there, and I was like, "Well, what is what is something that I can talk about that everybody can relate to?" That because I've never done this before. And I was like, "Well, public restrooms. I can relate to anybody about public restrooms all day long." Okay. Uh, and so I went up, I talked about public restrooms and I think I talked about some other shit for a few minutes, but it was interesting because the people 
that were out in the little crowd that was there were laughing. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, holy shit. Like, maybe this isn't so hard. But what you what you find out about trying to go out and do stand-up is that it doesn't get any easier. It I, For me, at least, it's not getting any easier. If anything, I'm I'm thinking about it more, which is maybe making it a little more challenging for me because I've had more success not sitting there trying to fucking write jokes and like, is that funny? I've had more success going up there and being like, hey, this is what we're going to talk about and just going for it. And I've, I've learned that a lot of comedians, which I don't, I don't consider myself like I'm a comedian, right? I do stand up. So I guess that's a form of it, right? Like, but I don't carry that title. Uh, I think that's something that's very much so earned. And I think it's very difficult to obtain it. Um, but when I sit there and write, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't do as well. I don't. I, I find more success when I just go up there and just kind of just start doing it. Um, so after the first time that I did it, uh, my buddy was like, you killed it. You should do it again. And so I've just been doing open mics and I've done some at the Pioneer Underground. Um, and again, I'm, it's coming up. I've had some things that have hindered me, you know, kind of feel, make it feel like maybe my life isn't for that. You know, maybe my time shouldn't be for that. And then I'm like, nah, forget that. I'm going to keep doing what I love to do because it's just something I'm passionate about. And life is short, dude. It's like short. You see that blink? That was your life. And, and if, you don't, if you don't seize the day and take advantage of it, then you might look back on your life when you're older and just be like, God damn, I should have, I should have, you know, did more photography or maybe I should have rapped more, done more shows. And I don't want to do that. I really don't want to do that. And if you like me, dope. Let's be friends. If you don't, kiss ass. I, I, it's, just, it's something that I've learned to, to not let affect me very much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so what's the next step for like advancing more in that area? Like um, besides doing more shows, uh, I guess, like how do you become a bigger comic? So a lot of people, a lot of people that I've, that I've talked to other comedians and, and, and people that I've got advice from. They tell you, go up, go up, go up, go up, go up, go up. Open mics, open mics, show, 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 shows. And I get that in a sense of like finding your way and figuring out uh, kind of what works for you and what doesn't. But for me, that's not really what I want to do. I don't want to go up a fucking million times. I want to go up, crush it, wait a little bit, go up, crush it, go up, wait a little bit, crush it. Um, and then other ways that I'm trying to progress is my stories on Instagram. I don't know if you guys have seen some of them, but I've gotten a lot of positive and, and love and feedback on my stories where it's like, yo, I just watched your story and dude, I just, I was having a shitty day and now I'm having the best day. And they just send me like five crying, laughing faces. And that to me, if I can have a positive effect on your day, that's a win for me. That's me fulfilling my comedic purpose. Right. And that's something that. Instagram and all this shit these days, dude, you can, you can blow up quick on something like that. You could do Vine videos and just next thing you know, you have a, a million views on it or some shit. And that's not necessarily like what I'm after right now, but just going up, mm-hmm. just approaching the mic, bro. That's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm chasing right now. It's just going up and doing it because it's hard as fuck. Yeah, it is weird because I've heard like Crystalia talk about that like – just keep getting on stage, keep getting on stage. And that's like how it used to be in the music industry, but not so much anymore, but it is kind of odd that comedy is still like that, but it makes sense. But it seems like with podcasts and like YouTube or what was vine, like there's other avenues to do it. 
Right. But as far as like being a stand up, like, yeah, you do got to get on stage a lot. You have to, you have to. And I think stand up is rad. It really is. You can control a crowd and you can do your thing. And I've gotten, I've gotten a lot of props and people that tell me that they love watching my shit. Um, and that's really fulfilling. It's like when somebody hears one of your songs and they're like, yo, Fiki, mm-hmm. like that was huge, bro. That song's fucking dope. I listen to it every day. Like that's, that's rad. That fulfills you. Like that's what keeps you pushing and keeps you going. And, and I think that for me, comedy is just fun, dude. I'm having fun. And if it becomes something that's like a job, and I'm not having fun no more. I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm fucking lit. <laughs> I know. I was, I was like, why is he so high? Dude, I'm lit. Why did you, dude, what's fucked up? I'll be honest with you guys. No one offered me no weed when I came here. And I, I thought for sure JP was going to be like, hey, bro, oh. I got a bong. Well, yeah, gonna... In his defense, he didn't know that you did pot, that I that I potted so, yeah. that I potted and and honestly I'm not gonna sit here and look at the camera and just be like our heads up but afterwards if you want to schmoogle we can yeah yeah we'll definitely will dude because okay. I mean dude P what's the good. funniest thing you've seen today the funniest thing I've seen today shoot dude today is probably like <laughs> I probably uh, thought it was funny when <laughs> I thought it was, I was watching some NBA fuck ups and shit, dude. And there was something that was oh, the guy was out of bounds and about to go in, and whoever was a there, it's a position, but the guy out of bounds, the guy right <laughs> in front of him that's okay. about to block the throw in, had his fucking yeah. back to him. So the guy just bounced it off his back and then ran in and dunked it hella and. And the guy was so pissed because he fucked up by turning around. <laughs> he was trying to be funny and turn around on him, and he just bounced it off his back, and I was laughing. That was probably the funniest thing so far. What about you, dude? Nice. Uh, dude, I saw something that was pretty fucking funny. Um, I was, I was, I was out in Dayton looking at a house to flip, and we were coming back, and right near Summit turning right onto 395 from Mount Rose Highway at Summit. Between Summit and the Maverick right there, there was this lady walking with, like, a big backpack and a sign. And, you know, like, she's hitchhiking with this fucking legit sign, like a printed sign, though. And you know what the fucking sign said? What? Reno. I was (laughs) like... You're here. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> but she's still walking. <laughs> I was like, dude, funny. I wasn't driving, but I was just thinking when I saw that, I was like, dude, that's pretty funny. And then uh, if you like picked her up and then took her like three feet and just dropped oh, her off, you're like, dude, you're here. <laughs> you're already here. Yeah, you funny. wouldn't, dude. No, nah, I wouldn't, but uh, maybe she had about just it. got here. Like sucked off thirteen truckers, got got closed, <laughs> sucked off one more. That's adventures first and then stop. Got right popped there. off at Mount Rose, and and what a place to be dropped off. Mm-hmm. Mount Rose, beautiful view, beautiful view. <laughs> yeah. After just taking some shots, yeah, you know, and dude. not even from real truckers either, just people at Maverick. Oh god, dude, remember that Maverick guide we saw the other day? I was like, "There's your adventure guide, dude." Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, this with a dude was shirt a on. bear, dude, a greasy bear. Do you like, make fun of people a lot? Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't. Well, oh, we do all the time. I, I mean, yeah. okay, okay. You <laughs> guys, you guys know Nate the Snake. Whole shot, Nate. Whole shot, Nate. Yeah. Block. Yeah. Yeah. Cock block. Yeah. I love that little human being. Uh, and when I was wor- I worked with him for a while, and it was dope. We, it, it was great working with with Slytherin, and 
I named him Nate the Snake because uh, he's a snaky little motherfucker. But we would roast people, and I would have him like <laughs> in tears, fucking laughing. And I thought that I was like, this is cool, you know. And then I came to a point one day where I was roasting somebody, and I just was like, okay, enough's enough. If I heard what I just said about me from somebody else, and I heard that, like, I'd probably fucking cry. Why, dude? It's a joke. Cause. I can't take a fucking joke, yeah. JP. I can't, bro. Yeah, I can't, dude. I'll be joke. honest with you. But I'm really good at making them. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, I'm on a path of righteousness right now, bro. I listen, I listen to a lot of like uplifting and, and, and not like we're not going to church, but, but so, I, I just. But, but you type in on YouTube like um, soothing music and you'll click the 10 hour video? No, 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 oh. no. When I'm about to hit my chick, like on a, like a Friday night after like going out, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Partying. <laughs> then yeah, I'll put on the Cuddy Jams 10 hour long and we make it to like nine hours and 37 minutes and I'm still in really? it. Yeah. Wow, dude. Yeah, I dude. I going to say nine Joe Thrust. I, I mean, so, so with Slytherin though, he's, he's probably the one of the best roasters that I've ever hung out with. Oh, really? Nate's got, he'll say some shit about some people where I'm like, oh, you're mean. <laughs> like, that is cruel, bro. Like, shame on you. And, and he's always like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. And I'm just like, all right, bro. You know, <laughs> fucking big heart you got there, bud. You know, <laughs> like, Jesus. And yeah. I feel like you're kind of like that same, like, Oh, you gonna you gonna cry? Is, is your pussy dripping? You're like, no, bro. Like the well, I just think it's funny because I always get shit on and I take can dish it. And I was always told like I used to get upset. I used to around friends. I used to be like upset and it ruined my mood. Yeah, and, and I'd take it personal. And then they'd be like, it's a joke. If you can't dish it, you can't like you can't dish it if you can't take it. So you were a disher guy, and then as soon as you got put on you, you're like, yeah, yeah I'm going. You carbon yeah, style, yeah, I'm going yeah. home and shit. And then I fixed that, and now it's always funny. And like I if think, it's uh, true or not, like it's funny as fuck. Like do Anthony Jesselnick. Like that Blade. dude has the right idea about comedy, just that because he's like known for the guy that goes on Twitter as soon as a national tragedy happens or any like horrible thing, and he'll fucking tweet about it and make a joke. Like thousand people die in a hurricane, and people are just waiting for his tweet, you know, and he makes a joke yeah. about it. And like, and dude, it's fucked. But at the same time, it's like that's how comedy needs to be. Like, there shouldn't be any censorship because once you start to censor some things, it's just a snowball into now. There's now no we more have to censor everything. Now, I I don't believe in censorship. Yeah. It's freedom of speech, mm-hmm. and I I hold that amendment strong. And for me, it's like I'll roast the shit out of Japes right now. But if a stranger's like fucking coming across the street, all like. Fucked up. I'm not gonna roast them anymore. Oh, I do. I, I roast them. Hey, there's your dad right there. <laughs> I just, I just light them up, dude. <laughs> okay, okay, uh, okay. I, I don't know. There was something in my soul, or maybe like I don't know. I, I just started to, I just started to feel like that's not me. That's yeah. not me. That's not you. That's though. not me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a softie or nothing. You know, a little bit. But I'm. I, that's just not my style, bro. Yeah. That's not my style. Like, if I was that old guy and I knew I walked like that and someone made a joke, I would fucking laugh. Like, motherfucker, I know. Like, fuck, that was good. Yeah, but you have to, I I guess I'm a little sensitive to society, right? And, And like to hurting people's feelings and shit because it's an awkward moment when you see somebody legitimately get their feelings hurt. It's like a like a weird thing for a second, right? And I, I feel instantly bad for the person while everybody else is just hyena laughing 
super hard, you know? And, and to me, it's just like, I'd rather, I'd rather like have that person laughing with all of us. Mm-hmm. Goofy yeah, as you. fuck, fucked up, looking weird. I don't know. Whatever's got you roasting them. I'd rather have that roasty yeah. laughing with me. Right. You know well, what I'm if saying? I was with a group like that, I definitely wouldn't roast someone I didn't know if they could take it or not. But I, I have definitely tried to figure it out. And it offends people, and they get all quiet, and you could tell. It's yeah. weird. But then I'm like, yeah. yo, take it was a joke. Like, don't right. take it like that. I just don't want to have those weird awkwards. Cause, yeah. Because then I just feel like I'm not, I feel like I'm not funny no more. Mm-hmm. That's not funny. And just like some of these comedians and shit, more power to them because they have the ability to just do it and not give a damn. Yeah. I give a damn. Yeah. I think that's all right. I think that's one perk about being a comedian, though, compared to anyone else in the spotlight is like, they can get away with so much more. I mean, now with the censorship society, it's like starting to crack down on them, but they put it out there like from the beginning, like we're going to say offensive shit. Like, right. like last week on Crystalia's podcast, he's just goes, you know, he just talks to himself and he goes into funny bits and he was talking about how Armenians say, you know, whatever he was saying, like, dude, that's so Armenian to say this, this, and this. And then he does the impersonation. <laughs> yeah. And then on this week's episode, he's talking about like, if he was a fucking famous actor and just put out a video that said that it would be the end of the world for that actor because they'd be like, dude, that guy's a fucking racist and he's right. like a dick. But because it's Chris D'Elia, it's like, it's well, not, he's a fucking comic. Not, like, okay. what do you expect? Like, that's fucking that's cool. That you can yeah. The, my impersonations there. are fire. Yeah. Well, who do you got? Let's hear. Well, one. like not like somebody you know or something, but like, okay, no, it's not, it's not four ninety nine. It's fourteen ninety nine. You need to make the paper. And I'm like, look, dude, I just give me the shit. Let me bargain with you for a second. I know in your country that you guys fucking bargain. Let me break this down for you real quick. No, get out of my store right now. Get out. And I'm just like, fuck you, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna get What's out. What's your so, name, dude? The teller's name. The teller's name. I don't know. Beeb. <laughs> How would you spell that? B E E E B. Beeb. His name tag. All their name tags, they lie. They have these fucking white guy names. I'm like, stop lying to yourself. Your name Kevin. is not see, Charles. Dude, like, yeah, I, Charles. Think, I think you should be able to do what you just did, but then, like, someone out there, probably not our listeners, because they listen to us because we fuck around and are cool. Right. But. Like someone out there would see that and be like, dude, that dude's a That's fucking racist. racist. But it's like, dude, no, for no, one. And no. like, have you ever been to a fucking convenience store? Like it, their it stereotypes happens. are for a reason, but also like if the roles were reversed, like when we were on warp tour, we were on uh stage with a couple bands that were from England. Yeah. And I remember Henry, the singer for, uh, Boston Manor, he would come up to our tent every day and he had a fucking fire, uh, American yeah. accent oh, because he's tight. British and he would be like, "What's up, dude?" And dude, it was so funny. <laughs> but it's you like didn't get the offended. Same thing. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. <laughs> Real quick though, with Beeb being at the register, who the fuck are they always on the phone with? That's what I. I where the fuck? Who the fuck are you talking to? So this is what I figured out. Okay, follow me along here. He's working the Seven Eleven. It's late night. You got some customers flowing in, especially in uh, Reno when it's 24 city, 24 seven city. But you ever called in to like fix your AT&T U-verse or like fucking check in with DirecTV to fix your account and shit. And the person that answers your phone is like, good morning. 
you know, like, hello. And you're just like, can I fucking get an American in here? Because I can't. I can't understand you, dude. It's nothing <laughs> against you. Timing, dude. I, he's two timing. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking 14.99. Okay, so what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to push the record button, then the enter button, then the down button, and then the order. Order one second. Uh, it, you have to insert the chip. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. fuck you, bro. When, <laughs> you double dipper. <laughs> I just feel like they kind of got this 7-Eleven uh, fucking calling fucking... What are those places? What the fuck are those places called? Call centers? Yes. Yeah. He's running like a registered call center station, and they're all doing it. It's like they all know that that's the fucking way to yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I've never is thought that, about that. That could be true. But that, dude, or they're ordering that's, more shit. That's, 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 that's the last time you hit a hookah, dude. Dude, I was in high school. Yeah. yeah. And you were also a 14-year-old girl. Why? At the same time, because that's I what used they to hit do. the hookah, bro. I used to hit the dragon where you, like, <laughs> blow yeah, it out of your yeah. smoke. And like, I'd do ghosts, O's. I'd hop <laughs> off the, the van. Do a little tornado off the table, bro. Another <laughs> thing about, like, those, like, the convenience store stereotypes, like, people think that that's racist, like, that's also a fucking good thing. Like, dude, those guys that they don't just work there. A lot of them own the stores. Right. It's like a stereotype. And that they, they live own. there. And dude, it's like a, it's like a family business. Like, <laughs> yeah. dude, it's a fucking they good thing. Yeah, yeah. It's way better than being white trash in fucking bumfuck nowhere. What I want to know. And going into the store. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dude, this dude owns the fucking store. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome, dude. Better, better be paying his fucking taxes though. If that's not fucking awesome, I don't fuck around. With that, oh, don't don't give me dude, don't give me you started on the tax shit. No, I don't pay my taxes. What? <laughs> no, dude. We're gonna have a fucking. Dude. We're gonna have a little meeting after. It, this. It's a waste of time, dude. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> As a fucking guy that makes pretty good money and pays a lot in taxes, I'm telling you right now, I need you to start fucking pulling your weight. Not gonna happen. Dude. <laughs> It's all, all right. cash, dude. Oh, you, okay, okay. Here's the thing: cash and it's all write-offs, dude. Cash you know, write-offs. Okay, it's like a nonprofit. My life is a nonprofit. Okay, that doesn't bother me completely. I his nonprofit ass life. That's kind of dope, actually. I kind of dig what he's doing yeah. there. But if you don't, I mean, if you have a job that's requiring you to pay taxes and you don't get this under the table pay, dude, pay your shit. Pay your shit. We're all out here paying it. It's not fair. I'm not promoting fucking pro tax, like, I, but I, I, I pay my taxes, dude. Oh, did I have you going? I was about to have you fucking. Did I have you I, going? No, I was about to have somebody in here auditing this motherfucker. Like, <laughs> tomorrow, bro, you're going to have an auditor here. like Secret fucking. witness, IRS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding, dude. I don't pay my taxes. Fuck, Fuck dude. <laughs> oh, dude, we forgot to do the, uh, oh, let's do the tech one fucking shitty Yelp review. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, go, Joe. Tech1designs.com for your graphic needs. Go, Joe, go. Hey, can I do one? (laughs) If it's half the time of that. What are you talking about? That was maybe like 13 seconds. Yeah, that was eight too long. I'm not going to lie, dude. I went in here. I was about to go hard and, and hit like the. <laughs> Tech one for all your graphic design needs. And we do fucking vans and we do airplanes and all kinds of cool shit. Tech one. You know, like that's. that's okay. Right. There you okay. go. Cool. That's pretty good. All right, dude. What's your, what's your favorite or least favorite restaurant? Either one. Favorite. Okay. 
Restaurante. What is it? La Posada. Oh, that's Real. Next door. Uh, yeah. Uh, we don't do that. Yes, sir. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what is it? We don't. We don't. We don't Mexican food. <laughs> Dude, we don't Mexican. We pot. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, La Posada Real. I actually know the owner. Uh, he's a wicked nice guy. We'll His name is Jose. <laughs> we'll see, dude. Uh, family, family operated, own business. Go in there and go in there and name drop. Excuse me, Joe Sorgani. Yeah, you're not getting anything for free, but he's gonna be really nice to you, and you're welcome. <laughs> oh, but normally he's not that nice, huh? Like he'll come, he'll <laughs> no. come at you crooked. No, like, no. Has he come? Have you been there? And he's coming. Well, at you like crooked? if you want to go and get a good experience, mention Joe. And if you want to go there and just get an experience that's like could be bad. Oh well, yeah. You want a personal experience where, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. here's the deal. I think that sometimes people that bartend make drinks a little differently if they know you or if they don't. Oh. I'm trying to get you that top shelf, Margarita, okay. not that fucking Lolo. Right, right. Jose Cuervo shit. Right, I'm trying right. to get you that TT top You're shelf. you that Kirkland cut, you know? You don't want no signature Kirk. Dude, that Kirkland here, dude. cup, dude, signature. <laughs> I was thinking I was at Costco today, and there's all these the all the strawberries and shit that are Kirkland, all the blueberries and shit. And there's so many Costco's around the world. How the fuck do they grow blueberries and strawberries to keep up with that shit, dude? Kirkland themselves, dude. That shit. Okay, can I explain something to you, my son? Drop it. Okay, listen. Okay, are you listening? <laughs> Have you ever heard of a uh, of a thing called private labeling? Okay, what that is is. Because clearly you've never heard about it because you think Kirkland Signature's out here just growing the world's <laughs> strawberries and shit. <laughs> so what they do is, uh, and companies like Walmart use this as well. Uh, and what Costco and Walmarts do is they purchase in bulk. So they, they're going to buy an immense amount of this shit from these, from these people that have these products. And then they're going to buy so much of it that you're buying so much from me, I'm going to allow you to put your own name on this. Right. So you might be buying Kirkland signature bacon, but it's not, dude. It's your good old fucking John Brown bacon. Really? You know what I'm saying? But it's private labeled with Kirkland signature, which means like great value at Walmart. You can get a really decent product and you think you're getting like this knockoff. You're not. You're getting something that's been private labeled because they buy it in such a fucking large quantity. Dude, that's fucking Awesome, dude. That's yeah. America yeah. right there, dude. Yeah. Relabeled, redesigned, Tech One designs. <laughs> All right. There's our Tech One shitty Yelp review of your favorite restaurant. Oh, okay. shit. <laughs> and this is, from, Fuck, dude. this is from. You guys really put me in a pinch. <laughs> Elizabeth A. She's got 54 friends on here. Loser. She's left 28 reviews. That tells you the type of person she is. Yeah, she's a fucking meanie. Yeah. And uh, she's uploaded 53 photos to Yelp. More than okay. reviews. God, what a All right. fucking... So this is for La Posada Real on Longley. One star. The service was awful since we first stepped in the door. We were seated and a server brought us waiters, didn't even bother to look at us. And when he said, oh, hi, <laughs> no reply. Another server then showed up minutes later with menus. When we received our dinner, she never brought our entire meal. When we asked for it, she rolled her eyes and then never came to check on our table okay. again. No, re no refills, no check-ins. I had to go to the front. Again, to ask for to-go boxes, extremely awful attitudes from everyone we came across, no name tags, or I would suggest more tra uh, training for staff. Okay, Disappointing. Real, real quick. Oh. Fiki. Fuck's that name? What's the name of that lady again? Elizabeth. Elizabeth? With no, no, Lizbeth. She forgot the E, dude. 
Oh, see, yeah. that just shows you how much of a hurry she's in to get on Yelp and just yelp it out and just <laughs> shit on everybody. Listen, Lizzie. Oh, she lives here too in Miraloma. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Over there by Miraloma. <laughs> oh yeah. You live right down the fucking street from Mavisada and I guarantee you and your whole fucking family still go there because the food is awesome. The people are awesome. And maybe you and your stinky ass family weren't like that much that night. <laughs> Restaurants have the right to refuse service to anybody. <laughs> but they didn't. And you got some <laughs> shitty... You know what I'll say about that Yelp? There's a Yelp review... Uh, where I about where I work, right? The company that I work for, the man that I work for, and the this Yelp review is terrible. And before I went to work with them, that was something that I'm like, okay, for me to gauge this job, I'm gonna go check Yelp. No, idiot, don't do that. Go experience it for yourself, right? But I go on Yelp, and this dude's like, owner of the company, this, this, and that, fucking sucks, Bro- sucks. You know they're terrible. He's not. He's the fucking right. man. We kill it. Yeah. Right? So maybe that day when she went in at whatever the fuck time it was with her screaming ass kids and her fucking husband that treats her like shit and she's all sad and pissed off. Maybe everybody there was having a fucking off day. But I'm guaranteeing you this. La Posada Real is fire. <laughs> I bet it is, dude. And Jose and his family are fucking top notch. Would so they, uh, don't get- listen to Lizzie. You know what? Can we do a favor real quick, Feeks? Can you go ahead and give me a really, like a fucking, give me a five star real quick? Because I know there's a bunch on there. Oh, there's a lot. Let's, let's go ahead and warm this back up here because Lizzie's <laughs> got me fired up. Yeah. She got you fired? I'm about to go fucking have a little chat with Liz, dude. Dude. And just be hey. like, look, lady, life's short. <laughs> <laughs> you say the same thing. Life's short. You just hit play on this episode. <laughs> yeah. Just listen to this real fast. First you know? one on here. Uh, that's five star. Very authentic. We all know that in Reno, Nevada and Sparks, Nevada, it's hard to find real good Mexican food, but La Posada Real satisfied all my expectations, uh, especially me coming from Los Angeles, knowing great taste. It made me feel a Whoa. bit more like home and that's unpredictable. <laughs> I love the service. Truly worth my time and money. Okay, great. Oh, there you go. Now, the reason why I wanted you to do that is because if Jose ever listened to this and we had this fucking conversation going down where this Lizzie lady was shitting on my boy. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I can't yeah. go. Nah, dude. And that's the thing. But that's, that's what's so crazy to me is you have people that are just like, you see this movie that's just like really detailed and badass. And you're like, yeah, I saw it. It sucked. And you're just like, do you not fucking appreciate anything, bro? Like, come on, man. People worked hard on that movie and it was dope. You're just trying to fucking fit in with people and say that it sucked. People work hard on it. Love People Posada, work hard, dude. People are fucking back there cooking your shit. Why is that Jose. Dude, Jose, if you're listening, let's get a let's get a table for three on the house, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy you guys dinner. Fuck out of here. No, dude. no, no. But let's have him buy us dinner, dude. Well, not after we had fucking Lizzie's Yelp review. Guarantee fucking... one person listening is gonna go there now. Tala. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go there, dude. Legitimately, excuse me, my family and I. We go there often. That's our watering hole, bro. We love that place. <laughs> really? Damn, dude. Yeah, the ceviche, raw or cooked, I don't care. No? What do you want to do? Yeah. That was good. Okay. Stand up for law to the daily IDIE. You asked me what my favorite fucking restaurant was, dude, and you expected me not to come in yeah, here. Seriously, that is your favorite, And though. fucking, like, <laughs> I can't believe he did that, first of all. That was fucking, okay, here we go. Where's the album? Savage of the move, fucking, That was, that was kind of... Yeah, I'm having to just kind of calm down here for a second. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, uh, 
We got some good news for everyone listening on the podcast. It's a good time for me to announce that we might be coming across another free 23andMe here soon. Oh, my God. Free on the house, 23andMe. Everyone listening, screw you. I am 25% Filipino. I'm 25% Dutch, too. That's 50. That's half of my body. Okay. Solid, dude. Solid, dude. For free. 23andMe for free. Let's go, Zach. Oh, Zach. Zach. Yeah, Zach. his sister works at Renown, and they do they get oh, free oh, ones. Oh. Okay, sick. Well, don't fuck this one up, dude. Dude, I'm not. I've learned my lesson. I'm ready to bounce back. Fucking guy, always, <laughs> always talking about since we started the podcast how Filipino he is, and then it's like, okay, let's do the 23 and Me. Back and we get him a 23 and Me <laughs> for free, and he fucking <laughs> spits in the tube and just puts it in the mail. Doesn't fucking <laughs> register it. So when they get it, it's <laughs> it's not hooked up to anyone. Remember earlier. We like we had that long pause and awkward moment that was kind of cool. I liked it a little bit where you were like, "All right, Joe, shoot it from the hip. What topic do you want to discuss?" And I was just like, "Ah, oh, bleep blurb," and I didn't know what the fuck to say. I know what I want to say now because you just brought it to light. I did the ancestry.com. Okay, is that the same thing? The fucking in a tube and fucking send it out, register yeah. it, and they send you back your shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. you don't remember what it was called? Well, I, this is called Twenty Three and Me. I was wondering what the fuck 23 and me is. I thought it was a Filipino restaurant or no. something where you were about to get blessed with a coup. You were about to take out a back attack. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Tagalog. It's not. It, I found out too, my fucking family back home in the islands, it's at war with ISIS right now. Maybe so. you should go volunteer to fight if you're so fucking Philly. Dude, I'm t- well, we'll get the test back and we'll see. But sure. I, I'm American, too. Like, I was born on okay. the soil, so I represent this. Is, this, this is tough for me to say. This is tough for me to talk about. I got Ancestry.com uh, from my fiance's mother for Christmas. And I was pumped. Right? A little background real quick. Growing up, I, uh, I thought that I was Irish. Well, I thought I was Scotch-Irish. I thought that Scotch-Irish was a part in Ireland. Turns out that I'm Scottish and Irish. <laughs> News to me as of pretty recent. And then I, I thought I was Italian. And I thought that I was bulk, you know, majority Italian. And I was stoked on that, bro. I've been repping Italian fucking tough. Yeah. I got Italian tattoos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. It says seize oh. the fucking day in Italian. I, that, I have that. I send out my ancestry... Spit tube, okay? And it took a while to get it back. I was a little frustrated about that. It was like 100 bucks. And I get it back, and I was actually at my chick's family's houseboat, and I'm fucking sitting there, and my chick's like, oh, the email, and I'm like, let me see it. And she's like, but... And she's hesitant. I'm like, bitch, give me the fucking... <laughs> give me the fucking results. <laughs> like, let me know what I am. <laughs> and I look at the results, dude, and I fucking immediately picked up the phone and called my father. And I said, look, dude, you are not 100% Italian. I hate to break it to you, but you're not. And he was just like, fuck Eddie, and had an Italian accent. And I'm like, stop, dad. It turns out, dude, that I'm, I'm, first of all, the reason why I'm so good at that little fucking Beeb accent is because I'm a little Turkish, which is a fun fact. I'm like a fucking, like, 1.7 Turk. <laughs> 1%. Okay. Don't discredit my 1%. So, so, and then the Scottish was there. Uh, fun fact, golf was invented there. I don't know if you knew that. That's uh, so white, dude. So white. So fucking white. Then the Irish is there. Tough. Thank 
God, I'm not a redhead, but it makes sense that I'm Irish because three of my best friends in this world are fucking full blown fires, fireheads, fire crotch, uh, which is pretty weird. And then when I get to the Italian section, I'm I'm looking for like a cool, I'm looking for like a cool like forty six percent. Like I don't need to be fifty. I don't need to be sixty. I don't need to be eighty. I need to be close to the cusp at fifty. <laughs> Drop it. What was it? Oh. What was it, dude? <laughs> Did you drink Red Cap milk when you were a kid? I don't know. Red Cap, the vitamin D, motherfucker. Is that the one that you drank? <laughs> no, my dad was two percent. Okay, two percent. I was two percent Italian on the fucking results. No way. <laughs> yeah, dude. So your dad's four percent? I don't know how it works genetically. But my dad, my last name is Sorgani. My my grandmother's maiden name is Aurelio. Like, bro, it doesn't get much more Italian than that. Right? Like, and like I said, I've been basically like repping Italian <laughs> tough. I'm I'm gonna do a sleeve, you know that I'm fucking in the process, right? It's a long process. <laughs> <laughs> it might take me till I'm 60, but I'll fucking have the sleep. And I almost went full-blown Italian theme, right? Good thing I didn't, dude. I'd had to cover it up with like like a little Turk. You might, yeah, you might need a little full-blown Turkish theme. <laughs> a little Irish, you know, in there. But dude, it was it was like a fucking it was kind of it was kind of bummy, right? And then everybody that was at the houseboat, and there's a lot of fucking people there enjoying themselves. All now are giving me shit that I'm two percent, and I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna get a fucking tattoo that says two percent on it. That's sick, dude. I Not really, dude. No, I I don't know. I don't know. I I was saying that I was like half Italian kid forever, bro. Dude, I might be one or two percent Filipino, but probably not. I don't know. I don't know if it's your eyes that just like your high as fuck and they slant like that a little bit, or right. if it is the Philly like lightweight. It's in that Filipino drip I got. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that Tagalog drip I got. Beeks, have you done the ancestry.com? Do you no. know what you are? Uh uh-uh. uh. You don't know what you are? No. Do you know I'm, what you think you are? I think, no, I don't even know like what I think I am because I don't know what my mom is fully, but. My dad is three quarters Italian because his. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah, I might be one person, but his his. So my grandparents was full Italian and half Polish, half Italian. So he would be seventy five percent, which would make me three eighths Italian, and one eighth Polish on my dad's. What side. makes you feel like we break it into eighths, dude? That's how the math works. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Is it really? Well, dude, yeah, I, I was in. Even eight I was in <laughs> Forty bucks, little man. <laughs> I was in fucking calculus while he was in int one. Right. Int one. Eight. Oh, he's a smart yeah. guy. He's a cal guy. He's I, got, yeah. I'm. I'm smart when I apply myself. I want to be right. I'm right. not gonna shapes Same. and colors and fucking all that shit English. in your math. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like, and by the way, when's the last time Fiki used calculus? Mm. Probably yesterday. No, not calculus. I, I use kidding. basic math a lot, but no, right. yeah, not calculus. Right. Well, shout out to high school for teaching Fiki fucking calculus, but they didn't teach him how to balance his checkbook or fucking have his accounts dialed and form his credit and fucking buy a house. Yep. They didn't teach him nada on that, but they actually I took one year of that because pre-cal. I pre cal. I was so bad at math that they just sent me to this Dave Ramsey book class. 
which taught me not to get into debt and shit. Oh, see, <laughs> they're like, dude, the there's no. I, I was out of the day, Dude, Lord was looking down at me, and he's seen a couple people go through CHS that were just like me and not hit that class. <laughs> and one of my counselors, I think it was, or my dean, I think it was the dean, got me hooked up the next year to go to Mr. McHenry's class because he thought I would just connect well with Mr. McHenry. Okay, and, and Mr. That's good. McHenry did that class and he. He was a skier, dude. He was sick. And ever since then, dude, fucking, dude, Dave Ramsey, you die. Dave Ramsey, you die. But connecting with the teachers definitely will help you learn in that class as well. For sure. Right? I always connected with the cool teachers that were out, uh, outgoing about what they did on their personal life, honestly. Right. That's all it took. And looking back, I was just telling him, dude, <laughs> I had a teacher that was an alcoholic come here, come in, fucking eighth grade, fucked up hair. Click on some fucking movies, sit in the back and recover every day. Dude. Every single and day? Met, I'm thinking he would drink alcohol at the same time because he didn't give a fuck. Half his shirt would be clipped in or like tucked in, half of it wouldn't. And he was like, all right, popcorn read, dude. What do you think his childhood classroom was like? Do you think he was the attentive kid that crushed it or do you think he was just like drunk in the corner? I don't even think he was there. That sucks. That bums me out. My kids are fucking in school right now, bro. You got me thinking that I got to go. Check on the teacher or some shit. No, because like, no, they could come up to the first day and your kids fucking all attentive and they look sharp and their hair is all dialed. And then by like day 38, they're like, yeah. oh, fuck. And <laughs> no, give it, and yeah, shit. give it two months, dude. They'll, they'll let loose a little bit. Oh. I, all right, dude, we got to wrap this up. So we always ask our guests, um, what's our one piece of life advice that they could give anyone no matter what you're doing? So you told us a story in um in the kitchen before we started recording that kind of ended in that so go through your whole story and then end with the piece of life advice yeah yeah so the story that i shared is definitely a story that's uh for a long time it, it was a hard thing to, to talk about okay uh definitely uh but i've moved past that and i and i've learned to accept what had happened to me and and move forward with it and not let it be something that affects my life on a daily basis um I was diagnosed with bipolar manic disorder. I had one manic episode. And in that manic episode, I was on leave from the military and I was going back to be in the military. Well, prior to coming back to Reno for a little bit of leave, I drove across the country. And that was a that was a pretty good experience. And I, I did a good job doing it. I stopped in Colorado, killed it, had a good time with, with some of my friends snowboarding and shit. And when I got back to Reno, I was partying pretty tough. Like, see all the friends, let's have a good time. And I stayed awake for like 10 to 12 days straight. Literally. No bullshit. And it wasn't like I was just this big drug addict guy because I they drug tested me right when I got back. I, I didn't have drugs in my system. So it's not, it's not drug related. It's sleep deprivation. It's go to bed, right? Ultimately, I, I didn't go to bed and I went back. Uh, I had a connecting flight from Reno in Washington and I got off the plane and I was at this point, I was manic. Um, and I decided to jump in a cab and go down to Washington DC and go to the white house. Cause I was on a mission to talk to the president of the United States of America. Obama or Trump. It was it, at the time it was bombs. It was, okay. it was, it was Obama. And, uh, <laughs> I get there. This is this is one hundred percent accurate and true, and it, and it is comical now. Back in the day, it wasn't. Um, but I get there and I roll up, and there's like this young 
Black Cat, and he's running the security there. And I was like, yo, man, what's good? And it's 830 at night. I'm in a murdered out Kobe Bryant jersey with Vans on. Looking sharp, bro. Like, I was dialed. I'm telling you, I was dialed. And I didn't look crazy. I didn't look fucked up. Like, you couldn't tell unless I started talking to you about God and, like, fixing the planet and shit. Because that's what I thought I could do. Because I was manic. So I get there, and I'm, ta- I'm talking to him. And I'm like, yo, what's good? I'm here to see Prez. And he just looks at me like, okay, bro. Right? And then, you know, like, Secret Service comes up two bike cops come up and, and we're talking and to second set the record straight a lot of people when you have an experience like this will make up shit that happened uh like people said i jumped the fence and was like naked on the lawn and shit that never happened uh, i basically went there they deemed me non-threat and they called you know the people that i was working for in the navy the the higher ups there and they had them come get me but in the meantime i hung out outside the white house for like an hour and a half uh, and, and chopped it up and talked with these two cops. And clearly they knew at that point. And I didn't. I had no idea. I still wasn't feeling like things were out of the norm. Um, and then my chief came and got me and drove me back to Reno. Or I mean, excuse me, to Virginia. And they took me to the psychiatric ward there and admitted me. And I went in there and I realized kind of at like walking through there and seeing people in robes and shit kind of where I was at. And I was just like, whoa, whoa. And they put me in a room and I, they locked the door and I realized like what was happening for real. And I slept for like three to four days. Straight. Boom. Out. I woke up to piss. Yeah. And I woke up to eat, but it was so foggy and I was so sleep deprived that it was like weird. It was like not even real almost at that point. Right. Well, like day five after getting up and like walking out that morning and they, you know, people were being really nice to me and shit, like reality set back in. My serotonin was not pumping my brain full of bullshit and I was no longer in a manic state. So at that point, I realized uh, I just made a huge mistake. I made a huge mistake and... Uh, I lost my military career that I had going. I was in for three years uh, and six months. I was I was six months away from from getting out of the Navy or reenlisting. I was doing extremely well. Um, I had just had my daughter be born, you know, when I was out to sea on deployment just before I came back. So I had all these things going on, and I it, it just sank in and set in. And I, you know, I went through a little depression. I was never suicidal or nothing like that, but I did. It was hard. Cause I, you know, my family and my friends, everybody in the military was just like, like what happened to him? You know? So I fell off a little bit. I went through the recovery process and I did what I needed to do. Um, I was on medication for, for a while. Um, and it made me very flat, made me very not social. It made me very not creative. It just, it wasn't me. Right. So I've, um, learned to, I don't currently take medication, um, but I do do things that allow me to maintain a healthy mental and healthy physical lifestyle. You know, I work out. Um, I have a great relationship with my fiance, my kids. I have a great job. And if anybody at any time said, Hey, you know, you're, you're, you're being a little weird or you're doing something that's, that's not right. I would immediately, you know, go and seek help because I'm not ashamed of it or, or look down upon it. Like it was something negative in my life at all. Um, but it would definitely was a crazy experience. I mean, who do you know that fucking cruised down to the white house randomly to go talk to the president? I mean, it's, it's fucked up. It was weird. And when I tell people that story, they're like, okay, psycho. I had to 
claw scratch and fight and pry to earn back the reputation that I that I feel I carry with my friends and family and the ones that I care about. Um, and I think in some ways it's held me back, whether it's making music or doing stand-up comedy, because when you get diagnosed with something like bipolar or a mental disorder, you can't have a bad day. You can't go through some shit and, and, and just be down because if you do, what are you doing? You're just being bipolar. Oh, he's being bipolar again. Oh, he's bipolar, right? And I think that's very unfair to people who have gone through or, or are currently suffering with, with mental disorders. Um, I, I don't think it's fair to them to have to experience it that way. And so my life advice would be, I don't care what you've been through or, or how you know, you've uh, either let people down or maybe you've had a mental disorder or maybe you've gone to prison or maybe you've, um, I don't know, there's so many things that you can do in this life. It doesn't define you. Don't ever let it define you. Um, the way my life's bounced back in, in four to five years has been just monumental. I'm very proud of myself. I'm very proud of myself. And the people around me are very proud of me too. Um, so my life advice is just no matter what you've been through or no matter where you've been, like it doesn't matter. It's not going to define you. Push through. If you see somebody that needs help, help them. If you know somebody that needs help, help them. You know, uh, statistically, people with mental disorders, the rate on suicide is extremely high. Um, and a lot of the times, you know, people have their own shit going on in their lives and maybe they're down and broke up, you know? So how am I going to help somebody when I'm feeling like shit myself? I go above and beyond and out of my way to help anybody at any point. I try to make every encounter with any human being a, a decent one and a good one. Um, and so if you know somebody that's going through some shit, man, reach out, reach out, pick up the phone, call them, go see them. You know what I'm saying? Cause you never know. You, I could have had somebody that do that for me or maybe check me when I was in my, you know, my 12 days of awakening, which ended up being my downfall ultimately, you know, for a while and said, Hey, go to bed, go to bed, <laughs> go to fucking bed, Joey. And who knows, that might have changed it for me. Um, but it is what it is. I'm glad that I was able to share that with you guys. It's a big deal for me. So thank you for hearing that out. Yeah, of course. Um, come see my fucking comedy, bro. What day? June 21st, dog. Boom. Basement. Underground, so you know. Yeah, what time? Uh, so kickoff is at 7. I'm trying to start at 7. I'm trying to have doors open at 6. Everybody come in, mingle hang out with each other and then kick off. I got five comedians coming. I'm going to host. So I'll be doing some stand up. But to me, if you're a host, excuse me, it's not your show, bro. Right. You're trying to like push through and make sure everybody's intrigued and having a good yeah. time, but you're there for the other comedians that are there. Nice. So June 21st, the basement, I'm going to be hosting five other fire local comedians come down $5 at the door. Love to see your guys' beautiful fucking faces there, especially Greasy Lids here. Okay. I just, I'd love to see you there. Greasy Lids will be there, dude. Sick, dude. Thank you. That's right. That's what you did. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank and you. And thanks for sharing the story. At uh, JoeComedy775 on Instagram for more. Fish shit, go watch his funny stories. Go send him five crying faces. Come on. Up your day. I want your crying faces. Maybe buy a go-to-bed shirt or a blanket, send it to him. Yeah, speaking of which, what's good? What do you mean? You got shirts for sale? Uh, online only because it's like a drop shit. You don't have one in your closet or something? No, nope. we don't even own one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm fucking buying one. Does it have that on it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that logo, <laughs> if someone donates us 100 grand or uh, 15 grand a month for seven months, I'll get that tattooed on my head. On your face? <laughs> no, on my head. Like back school. Like like somewhere where hair grows. Bro, somebody somebody hit me up. 
Give me fucking three grand. I'll get the dolphin on the back of my skull tomorrow. For three grand? With pit vipers? Uh, Is he got to have pit vipers on? Yeah, it's the logo. And do I have to keep myself bald for life or can I fucking grow my hair out? The full logo, bro. There's no hat. But he's doing it for three. Three grand for a dolphin? So? Bro, I could use three Gs on a lot of shit right now. I'm trying to put some Harley parts, trying to buy the kids a dirt bike. I'm trying to fucking come up. I'm trying to three grand. Three grand. Three grand it is, dude. You heard it. Venmo and three Venmo. grand. And Yo, three grand is my Venmo. I'm going to call that phone and just be like, I'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Yeah, where would you go? For that tattoo? Yeah. I got a homie that does tats. Do? I'd go see him. What if they? What if? What if we let the person who pays pick where? Uh, the artist has got to be Fuego because I want the dolphin to look good. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna have you half-ass some shit on my back of my head, bro. Well, I'm not can't do it. I would. I swear, dude. Three grand. Yeah. Maybe even throwing a bonus five hundred for being a savage and getting it fucking same day. <laughs> I'd do the dolphin. You would. I would do the dolphin, dude. Someone pay up, dude. Let's go, dude. Hey, we'll see. That'd be cool. Be, <laughs> your fucking friends are gonna hear this and start a GoFundMe or some yeah, shit. Yeah, that'd be. Funny. My friends don't love me enough or have enough money to do either of those two. But things. all of them combined, for like three, three months in a row, saving okay. up twenty bucks yeah. a month. Well, here's the deal: is I'm still not scared. Let me give. I need the three grand, like all in a lump sum. Though. Right, I don't, right. I don't mind. Yeah. I'm not on a payment plan. No, we're not. No. We're not dollar loan. Fuck your center. Yeah. I don't care. I need yeah. the three G's up front. All right. Well, if you're listening, dude, and I'm not doing the splash. I'm just doing straight dolphin, bro. <laughs> With yeah, the pits. Fine. That's fine. That works, dude. Three grand. All right. All right, dude. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> get a blanket, get a pillow, tell your teacher to go to bed, and uh, check out our sponsors, dude. Get a pillow, get a blanket, tell your teacher to go to bed. Hey, say that again. Good night. <laughs> hey, you forgot something. Um, Dude, I appreciate everyone listening. Uh. Drop it, drop uh, it, drop it, drop it. At Walton's Coffee House on Instagram, three locations. Oh, com. Oh. Use code go to bed for 10% off. That Make sure to, that. at the beginning. Okay, well, Make go sure. there now. <laughs> See you Make there. sure to leave us a review on the podcast and uh, rate it five stars and leave us something shitty so we can read it next time. Um, and five star the shit, but leave it a shitty review. You can and say that again. Five star the shit and leave a shitty review. Yeah. Sir, Joe Comey says seven five. Good night. Good night. Good night. Cut that check. Cut that check. Cut that check. Cut that check. I need my check. I need my check. I need my check. I need my check.